So welcome back to another interview session, this time with Ali Vegas, mixtape superstar, incredible lyricist. Ali, man, thank you so much for joining us, man. Nah, thanks for having me, man. <laughs> really enjoying your new mixtapes, uh, The New King Part 2, where you're essentially taking your place on the throne. Um, you know, looking at that, what's allowed you to make that statement today? I mean, I just, I just felt like it was, you know, it was time because it was like, you know, for for a minute, for a long time, I just I've been cool with being the prince. You know what I mean? Like I don't mind because I look up to the kings. You know what I'm saying? I never mind because I looked up to the kings. But but now I feel like I feel like I possess the same thing, the same things that they possess now. So that's why I said it's time for me to you know lead this this next generation into you know what I mean into into the next cycle. Right. At what point did you feel you transitioned from Prince to King? Um, it was actually it was it was actually when when I was out. It was actually when I was out, and I was out with my brother, big brother Fredro, and they was um Onyx was performing, and this um he was like, yo, this is my I mean my baby brother Ali Vegas, and the fan was like. Man was like, yo, Pony, when you gonna become the king, man? They need you. From there, I was like, that's it, because only the people could empower a king. So once they said that, I was like, all right, it's time. That's awesome. And you know, Fred was someone who you've been um, been around, and he's mentored you, and he's really, you know, meant a lot to your career. What does it mean to still have that relationship with Fredro today? I mean, I mean, it's just, it's, it's always good, you know what I mean? Like, like, I always... What makes me last and what makes me, you know what I mean, stick around is because, like, I don't I don't, I don't, don't just move on my own. Like, I seek counsel. I always seek counsel, you know what I mean? Like, like Brinks, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mike Brinks, um, that's my big brother. Fredro Star, like, you know, like, the people that... These are the people that I trust, you know what I mean? And you look at their longevity. You know what I mean? Look at Fredro longevity in the game. He's still around. You know what I mean? Look at Brinks. You know, like, I look at longevity and wisdom, and these are the people that I seek, you know what I mean, for counsel. And it's like, so having those relationships, period, is always, you know what I mean, it's always a blessing. Definitely. And, you know, we, we talk about Brinks, you know, talk about Mike Brinkley, uh, manager extraordinaire there. You know, when, you, when you're able to surround yourself with a strong team and you're already a strong artist with you know incredible lyricism what does that do for you just having that strong team around you on a day-to-day -day basis and, and knowing that they're in your corner you know if you ever need advice or feedback or whatever i mean it's it's, it's wonderful you know like when i was when i was like in la with like with, you know with my big cousin hello like when i was in la with him it was like like Phil used to always say, he'd be like, yo, look, if you run your offense, you know what I mean? Like, you run your offense to to perfection, then you don't got to worry about anybody's defense, you know what I mean? And it's like, players play and coaches coach, you know? So it's like, when I got, you know, like, I'm like an extension of Brinks. Like, we always, we got the same attitude, same, you know what I mean, same demeanor. So where it's like, I don't even got to speak to him, and we already know what play we running, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just... That's just how I am. I'm like the, I'm like the player on the floor, you know. So when you look at like a Michael Jordan or a Kobe Bryant with like a Phil Jackson coaching, and that's what you, that's what you got. So that's the feeling I get, where it's like, I could go win a championship because I know the game plan is laid out for me. Definitely, and 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 you know what is that game plan today? I mean, the game plan is it's always been, well, it's always been the build for. You know what I mean? Built for a hundred years, basically, is where, where it's like my offense is, my offense is run per to perfection. So I don't worry about no defense no more. Like before, it used to be, you know, it used to be, wow, I gotta explain this type of thing or this blacklisting or that or that. You know what I mean? I would have to explain it, but now it's just like, just run the offense, and it's just like what me and Brink say. Like we always, I always, I'm a firm believer in if you build it they gonna come so what happened is 
what you seeing now is just is like 10 years before in the making like it took you know what I mean like I've, I've been waiting like I've been building a kingdom for like a decade and a half you know what I mean and so now it's just everything is just coming to fruition you know because I got now that I got everything that I need I got the right team around me the right people around me that's gonna help me win and now I could go for the win you know what I mean like it's easy it's nothing to get you know anytime I want to excel like I could easily just like okay all right, Brinks, let's do a let's do a Ali Vegas Big Sean record, or let's do a Ali Vegas Days Loaf record. But if it don't make sense, we don't do it. No matter how much how much the quick fix is, we building something, we building longevity. So it's like if it don't make sense, we don't do it. So that's what you're saying. What you're saying is what you're saying is common sense being made, and this is what's going this is what's going to propel the game to the next level. As I, you know what I mean, as I embark on this venture as the new king. Definitely. And, you know, you, you mentioned your, you know, history of, you know, 10 plus years, you know, of everything you've been doing. You know, you know, for, as someone who used to cop your mixtapes in New York and off Mix Unit back in the day and like, you know, always, you know, kept up on up on your latest freestyles and, and tracks and, and stuff you're putting out. What does it mean to you to have such a strong history in the game and to have so many like just quality tracks and, and freestyles and songs that you've built up over the years? Like what is that what does that discography mean to you? I mean it it, it means the world to me because like I just when I was on live, like you know what I mean, somebody asked me like what what makes me not give up on the rap game? Like why didn't I ever turn my back on rap? I'm like, because I love it. You know what I mean? Like I love this. You know, I love music. You know what I mean? I've been doing music since I was six years old. Like I started out as poetry. Like I love I love music. So it's like I would do it regardless. But just to to, to, to have to have somebody like you know tell me like wow that verse was ill that bar was ill that word was ill you know what i mean just to have people say that like that means the world to me like that means more than a dollar to me you know what i mean because i like the commitment behind the dollar so if you committed to my music and you're like wow i like your music i mean if you don't buy a record it don't matter like as long as i know you enjoyed my music and it fulfilled you that's good enough for me that's that's awesome. That's spoken like a true artist right there, man. When you look at sales and you look at look at the music, I mean, it really seems like you're doing it for the passion. Um, how how much of how much of that really stays with you? So you're not worried about like you know SoundCloud clicks or downloads or streams or whatever. I mean, if the you know like I've always been like I focus on the product. If the product is there eventually, you know what I mean? Like, if it's the product is there, it's undeniable, it's going to happen. It's going to break through, you know? So, but the first thing to do is focus on the product. You know, like, I'm not, that's what I said, like, I'm not in it for just, you know, like, music just happened to become a big business, you know what I mean? Like, but it's like, I, I love it regardless. So, I don't even, like, I don't worry about SoundCloud clicks. I don't worry about none of that, you know, like. I don't even read none of that. Like, you know, I just focus on, I focus on the music. I do what I need to do. Like, I'm in the studio right now. Like, I'm. this is my gym. You know, like, this is my gym. That's why I'm, you know, I'm going to remain, I'm going to remain and stay steadfast and work to be even greater than I am. You know what I mean? Because I'm around my element. Like, Brinks and, you know what I mean, the people around me, you know what I mean? Like, the men just, they'll worry about the numbers and you know what I mean they're no they worry about the demographics and stuff that the music need to be in they worry about all the technical stuff I just I just worry about the music I focus on the stuff that I can control you know what I mean after that I did my part so now the people the people will do their part and propel me to where I need to be for them for they sake as well as mine definitely you know, I've had conversations with different artists over the years where they've talked about how once you take the pressure off of making money or worrying about this, the music just becomes so much better and it actually takes care of itself because it draws the fans in and the listens come and the, the, the fans come because you're not worried about all that. Do you feel the same way like that because you're not worried about you know, the outcome of the music, that you're able to make just the purest, best music you know, that you're able to yeah, make? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, like... 
like you know that's the whole you know what I mean like that's the whole point the whole point of it is always like here like I need to make this I need to make this strong body of work you know like I need to make this strong body of work I don't I don't care about I don't care because I'd rather like I'd rather this is how I this is my logic like I'd rather sell one album and have a million people tell me that they love the album then to sell a million albums and have one and have just one person say, "Yo, I enjoyed the album." Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, you you talked about you, you know the that you're all offense, no defense right now, which definitely triggered, man. You know, a Carmelo Anthony reference right there, man. Would have been an easy joke to make at the time, but thinking about those Knicks, man. You know, how much are you following them? Just being a New York guy, man. I mean, it's like my it's like my big brother Nate said, man. I've never been a fan of the Knicks ever since. I mean, they had Strickland; they traded him. Ever since then, I yep. hated, you know. But I followed them though because what it is is that it's just New York. They we we just want everything so so fast, you know what I mean? And it's like nobody wants to buy in. I think they just need to buy into they need to buy into philosophy, you know, like. Melo just, you know what I mean? Like, listen, Carmelo has always been a top scoring talent. You know what I mean? He at, at times he used to own LeBron when it came down to, you know what I mean? It came down to five seconds in the game, ten minutes he used to own. You know what right. I mean? But what happens is you gotta, you gotta understand, you gotta realize what you mean. You gotta realize that what you mean to a situation. You know, like, like I knew since then. I knew when I first with Trackmasters, I knew like, okay, this ain't my time to come out right now. I understand it. You know what I mean? They don't need me now. They got philosophers. They got they got they got artists that's you know what I mean. They don't need me now. They gonna need me 20 years from now. Though. And this is what you're seeing. You're seeing that effect to where it's like, okay. So I understood what 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 role I played even then. You know what I mean? And that's what like Carmelo has to understand what role he has to play now in order to win. So it's all about, like I said, it's all about what you want to do. You want to pad your stats or you want to win. Exactly. And, you know, not being in New York myself, I can only imagine what it's like. But, you know, the Charles Oakley incident where he got banned from the garden, taken out by security, thrown on the floor. You know, what's been the reaction up in New York and how are people feeling about that in the city? You know, because, that, I mean, that's a, that's a Knicks legend right there. Yeah, I mean... That's you know like you know that's just that's just bad whenever whenever somebody got to be banned from something you know what I mean it's just it's just bad I mean you know what I mean that's what suckers do you know like if you if another man ain't supposed to make another man ain't supposed to make you feel uncomfortable you know what I'm saying let that man be if he if he heckling you he heckling you that's just part of that's part of the game. You know what I mean? If he heckling you like, yo, you need to sell the team. Put some, that's part of the game. You know what I mean? So it's just bad. You know what I mean? I'm on my free Oak shit. You know, like, like, like Oak is a good, genuine person. You know, like, he a genuine person. Like, you know, like, he have run-ins with Oak, but he a genuine person. He tell you he's straight up. And that's why, you know, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. But, you know, free Oak, man. I'm with him. I'm with Oak. Yeah, man. I mean, like, like when we were growing up, man, I mean, he was he was a legend, man. Mason, Oakley, John Starks, Allen Houston. Like, that, those were the yeah. teams. Ewing. That was, yeah, that was New York, man. You know what I mean? That was New York. So, are, are you able to, to cheer for them now, man? Or are you looking elsewhere? Like, do you have, do you have I mean, other... I, I never... Nah, I don't really have teams. Like, you know, like, when LO was in the league, it was wherever LO was. You know what I mean? Right. I, I got to support my family. You know what I'm saying? And when I was writing for Kobe, it was Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, but then once Kobe retired, you know what I'm saying? I figured right now it's probably, if you ask me, I, I probably, I root for Russell Westbrook. Yeah. That's who I root for. You know what I mean? Like, that's my... That's my favorite NBA player right now. Like it's him and Kawhi Leonard. That's my top two NBA players right now. Yeah, no, I love the way they both approach the game. But 
you know, Russell, like they, they just didn't have the best showing this weekend, man, with Durant in town. I mean, he, I mean, but he won. Like you got to like he won. He did about like one play away. Like if like like what I try to tell people, if you took Clay Thompson off of the Warriors and put him on on and put him on the Thunder, you have a whole different outlook. Right. You just need a shooter. And they're gonna get that because Tom shows you that the Prestige, like they they. You know what I mean? He he um draft real good. You know he he got he drafted what three what three of the top five players. You know, like three of the top five players. Now he drafted Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant. He drafted. Yeah, that that's a strong record right there. So they're gonna be all right. That's what I'm saying. Like they they, they gonna be all right. So they 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 not gonna be because just who just just think about that. If they if when a team when a team loses what people perceive as their best player, they don't usually stay afloat like the the, the Oklahoma City Thunder is staying afloat now. Right. And you know this is the first year, man, without Kobe. Is is it kind of weird watching the NBA? I mean, it's weird for me, you know, because I grew up with Kobe, you know, in the and, and I and I think we're similar age, you know. Is it weird seeing the NBA without Kobe? I mean, it was, but then you got Russell Westbrook. True. Killer mentality. You know, like, it was just like, damn, without Kobe, who's going to have that killer mentality? And you got Russell Westbrook. He's that, you know, he's that, he's the one with the killer mentality. That's how I approach the game, with that killer mentality, but with the humbleness of a Kawhi Leonard. Right. Yeah, he's fun to watch, too. Yeah, nah, he the truth. And he humble, that's what I mean. That's how you mean. I mean, aggressively humble. Right. And going back to the mixtape, you know, listening to the New King part two, like, one of the things I really loved about it was how it built off the first one. But it also has that feel of a real mixtape. Like, I miss that. You were, you know, mixtapes dropped all the time. Now it's like that real mixtape feel you get with the drops and everything. It's just not... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, what made you want to go that direction and put it out like that, as opposed to calling it an EP or a street album, which is like so much more popular these days? Like, but I'm glad you didn't do that. But, but why? Because I was just like, I'm listen. The way I approach, the way I approach music is I approach music as a fan of the art. You know, so like, that's why you know that's how I'm able to stay sharp as I stay because. I've, I approach it as if I'm a fan listening to me like so I'm like man so I told my DJ I'm like yo DJ get it right I'm like yo nah I'm like I need you to talk on this one we gonna do drops I need you to do all of that he like cause he don't really he don't never talk on his mixtapes he just do the drops like ah DJ get it right no I'm like no you gonna talk like that's what a mixtape always was I just love that feel like I love that's why I always like in the big all of my intros, I always have you know what I mean my big brother Dirty Harry. I always have him like yo Harry, I need an intro, you know because DJ Dirty Harry like that's who I that's who I grew up on you know what I mean like doing rap figures like and blends with DJ Dirty Harry. So I'm like yo Dirty Harry, I need this. He like I'm just like a kid. Really, I'm just like a kid in the candy store. Really, like I got like the, the people that I have around me like. My, the arm reach is so, you know, it's nothing I can't get my hands on. And it's like, so it's just fun. Like, I'm just having fun, really. And it's just good to see, like, the people finally appreciating what I bring to the game. That's awesome, yeah. And you, you, you can't go wrong with Dirty Harry, man. That, that, you know, probably one of the best mixtape DJs that's ever done it. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely, like bar none like you know like definitely and does doing the mixtape man because that's really like I think how a lot of fans really you know found out about you and really became fans is 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 through the mixtapes I mean does that bring a different beast out of Ali Vegas than doing an album or doing something else I mean I mean because what it is it's just like it's just I guess like mixtapes is I guess it's like it's like if I guess it's like if like a Kobe Bryant like it's like if Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant or somebody go to a playground, you know, like they get to do the stuff that's not 
you know, like, you know, to get the stuff, do the stuff that they, they can't do in organized ball. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I'm, when I'm doing, like, we doing an album or something, that's, that's like organized basketball to me. You know, like, we're here. Like, when I did the, when I did the book Ali One with Shaw Money Excel, like, that was organized basketball. You know what I mean? Like, it was like organized basketball where it was like, wow, this shit is lethal, but it was organized basketball. You know, like, the mixtapes is like the New Kings is where, like, I could have fun. Let my, you know what I mean? Let my hair down and just have fun. Like, you know, I could do the vapors and then do this, you know, like, that's when it's fun. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean there. Um, and just looking looking at the game in general, why do you think it is that the mixtape itself is is kind of fading out and, and it's not as known as it as it used to be? I mean, I think it's probably it's probably mostly due to technology, you know. But you know, because before mixtape was a mixtape, you know, the CD, you hit the Avenue up, you hit Canal Street, you were like, yo, look, man, I need my joint sold here, you know, and it's like. You go there and you see, you know, people coming from out of town. and But now everything's so digital. It's like, like, well, I'm going to make a CD and ain't nobody going to buy the CD. I might as well just send it digital. So I think it's just, it creates a, a sense of laziness, you know? So that's why I think it's, that's, that's why I think the mixtape died down because people don't see the return on it. You know, they don't see the, 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 and return in it so it's like why well, do it but me i love it so i'm like nah i'm doing this thing. you know what i mean here mixtape let's go i just love it i love music so i'm gonna do i'm gonna you know what i mean mixtape album i'm gonna keep going like you know what i mean just let me rhyme album you know what i mean i got that on itunes you know so it's like you always have different shades of ali vegas so it's like okay I feel like listening to organized vague. Okay, then go get the album. I feel like listening to, you know what I mean, vague just wowing on tracks. Okay, get the mixtapes. You know, like I always want people to have that variety of me out. Yeah, I like that comparison too. You know, is Canal Street even a thing anymore? Because like I haven't been in New York in a while just for, with where I live and everything. But is the mixtape hustle in, in, in New York? I mean, I, I would imagine that's died out almost completely, man. Like, is it is it still a thing for anyone? I mean, nah, but that's why I'm here. I'm going to restore the feeling. We're going we gonna to bring mixtapes back. Because, you know what I mean? We're going to bring mixtapes back. So when you come up from out of town, you go to Canal Street, I'm going to have my mixtape there. We're going to bring that mixtape thing back. I love that, man. Because, you know, I, I grew up, you know, you know, you look at Justos and you know the all all the different the different tapes and you know oh that this this mixtape's got you know a new freeway freestyle but this has you know something else on it like you know just copping the tapes downloading the tapes whatever it is um, there's so many artists man from from the the early 2000s that were killing it on mixtapes and I mean you can name a handful easily. But they never really went on to, you know, attain commercial success. Why do you think that was? I mean, because because at some point, I guess, you know, at some point, when you're running on a treadmill, you know what I mean? Some At some point, you say, you know what? I ain't getting nowhere, so I'm going to just stop, you know? But some people, others keep going until they see the results. Right. And I think that's what it is. It's like I think some people just felt like it's not going anywhere. But like me, I I love it, so I don't even. You know what I mean? That's not about you know. I'm just like wow, I'm able to get up and do music. You know what I mean? Like I I'm able to use this God-given talent. You know what I mean? To help others. You know, like help people get through their day. Just one song of mine might you know what I mean change the mood of a person. So that's why it's like. But that's why some people quit. Like some people quit before they even get that get that commercial success. Me, I don't aim for the commercial success. It's like how Redman used to say, "I'm after the gold, then after that the platinum." Right. Yeah. No, no, definitely, man. You know, if you could go back to that time, man, like like the 2000s, would you do anything differently today? Nah. 
I have no like me. I I don't have no like I don't have like no regrets. So it's like I mean I wouldn't do nothing differently because I mean who's to say that if I do it differently that it's gonna work out right? You know like. It's like we always say, like, we joke around because, like, you know, we joke around because, like, you know, they always joke on me, you know what I mean? Like, Franks and everybody, they always joke on me because, like, we was in Miami, you know, we was in Miami, you know, like, whatever. Like, Rihanna was there, so they always, you know, we was just chopping it up, you know what I mean? Just because she was just standing by herself, you know, just chilling. So we was just chopping it up, you know? So it was like, you know, they always mess with me, like, yo, big. Damn, babe, you passed up on Rihanna. Damn, see? You know what I mean? Just as a joke. But then I always look at it and I tell him, I'll be like, I'm like, yeah. But I, if it would have went the way that everybody, you know what I mean, would want it because of today, you know what I mean? If everybody wanted to go that way today, then who knows? Like, then it's me in the car, you know what I'm saying? Possibly beating her up, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why I have no regrets, you know, because it's not, you just don't know how it's going to turn out either way. So that's why I have no regrets, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't do nothing differently. No doubt, you know, and and going back to Fredro, man, you know, you, you go back to that time and, and with him mentoring you and, and, you know, you guys probably becoming more like friends as opposed to like, you know, um, the big brother, little brother relationship, you know, what are the biggest lessons Fredro's taught you over the years that you've really been able to, um, you know, incorporate into, into who you are as an artist? It's just don't stop. You know, that's all. Like, yo, just don't stop. I say, like, yo, don't, don't stop. Like, you could, like, this is, like, yo, this is your playing field. Like, this is you. Like, this is your playing field. Like, you can control it all from music, acting, whatever you want to do. This is, it's your playing field. So don't ever stop. And that's the one thing you always tell me. No doubt. And, you know, when, when you work with the Trackmasters back in the day, and I know this is taking it back, you know, they were one of the hottest names in music for everything that they had done and their, and their sound and everything. What was it like working with them back then? Oh, I mean, it was always great. I mean, it was mainly working with Pope, you know what I'm saying? One track, like, it was always... It was always good about working with Pope. But then you had a whole bunch of... I mean, it, was, it wasn't just Tone and Pope, though, you know what I mean? Like, I got to work with, like... You know, Gowdy, Karan, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to work with those other track masters, you know what I mean? That was, that's what they because I still have relationships with them today. So that's what makes it, that's what makes it good is because the relationship that it built, that it helped build. And I remember talking to Nature about his his time recording with the track masters. It sounded like they had a really cool setup up in the Poconos, right? Like, we, did you go to the Poconos with them to record? And- nah, I never had to. That was for, like, the Poconos. That that studio was for the ones that couldn't focus in the city. Mm. I mean, the ones that couldn't focus in the city, they had to go to the Poconos. You know what I mean? So that way, you know. But me, I was always focused. So I was always here. Like, we would just go to, we would go to Pope Studio in Jersey. Where I would like write for like Left Eye, you know what I'm saying, like the Kobe Bryant and stuff. So I didn't have to go to the one in the Poconos. And so you approach your studio sessions the same way today, I'm assuming too. Just get in, and get it done. It's not those, you know, marathon sessions where nothing's really getting accomplished, but everyone's hanging out. Nah, we we work. That's it. We work. You know what I mean? Like, we work. Like, I keep, you know what I'm saying? I, I got, like I said, like, I got, like, my coaches, you know, like, you know, I got my coaches, like, Brinks and them, you know what I mean? And then I got, you know, my teammates, you know, like, and they don't, I, I'm hard on them, they hard on me, you know what I mean? Like, I eat it a great, you know, Prince Omar, you know what I mean? Patty, Rich, you know? Like, I got my team, like, they hard on me and I'm hard on them, like, and this is what, this is what you're supposed to do. So it's like, it's about getting the work done. Right. And have you stayed in touch with Poke over the years? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I mean, I, I've always, whenever they got, whenever whenever they get an artist or something, they call Ali. I still got, you know what I mean? Like, I've always had, I always had the best pen in the game. You know what I mean? Like, one of the best pens in the game. 
So when it comes to they get an audit or something, they call me. So, so you're still doing a lot of ghostwriting? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm responsible for so much, man. I'm responsible for so much you wouldn't even know, like, the joints that I'm responsible for. But it's like, I'm responsible for a lot of commercial stuff. Which, which is so crazy, too, because, you know, I just don't see that the direction of, like, Ali Vegas, the lyricist, going. So how do you balance and wear those two different hats as an artist? Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically, it's just the two, it's, it's about, you know, it's just about separating them. It's just like having, like, it's just like being able to, you know what I mean, having a handle that could break down the defense and go to the rack and then having the jump shot too, you know? So it's all about having just an all-around game, you know? It's like, and actually it helps me because it preserves me to be able to, you know, do what I do and, and give the ones, give the, you know, give the hits away, so to say, give the commercial stuff away. Do you ever ghostwrite something and then be like, damn it, I, I really want this for myself? Nah, uh-uh. Because when I ghostwrite, I put myself in the, the mind of the artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I put my mind, I put my mind, you know, like, I, that's what I do. Like, I become that artist or whoever mm-hmm. used to write for that artist. Gotcha. And, yeah. and you know, as a ghostwriter, how important is it for you to stay up on the trends of music? Because, you know, as an artist for yourself, you know, I feel like a lot of what you do is, is just what you want to do. But as a ghostwriter, you know, I feel like you might have to do things differently, you know, as far as paying attention to trends and what's hot and, and, and you know, where that tide is, is, is going. You know, do you, pay, do, you, do you feel like because as a ghostwriter and what you do, you have to pay attention to more of the mainstream music and the, and the commercial music that's doing well to see, like, you know, where it's, where it's headed? Nah, because see, I, I like when I go for a person, I I dig into the person. You know what I mean? I become them and know what they need to get to be done. You know, so it's like, you know, it's it's it's, it's that kind of thing to where it's like, so I actually stop them from following the trend and just giving the people they sell. And most of them are already established artists. You know what I mean? So it's like. I'm just giving them what they need to, that element that they need from me. Definitely. Would would we ever know all the tracks that you've done and all the, you know everything that you've written? Will will that ever come to light, or are you are you basically bound to secrecy with the contracts? Oh, I mean, no. I mean, I'm not bound to secrecy by no contract, but I just you know like. You just, you know, you can't, it's just something that you just don't, you know, you don't, you just don't do, you know, because then it's like, because then at the end of the day, if I, if I say, yeah, I write for this person and that person, then the next person that want me to write for them ain't going to want me to write for them, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's no contract that holds you back from saying it, it's just that, you know, that's just the unwritten rules. Right, more than just the etiquette. Yeah, you know, but it'll come out one day. It'll and come out one day, you know. It'll be like it'll be that that situation where you be like, "Damn, how he got a song with this person? How he got a song with that person?" And then you'll say, "Oh, I understand." It. No doubt, you know. What was it like, you know, writing for Kobe too? I, I would imagine that had to be just kind of a, a crazy experience just you know being there and seeing oh no I mean it was it was regular we was just popping shit you know like that was it we was popping shit he like what Philly first New York you know he like we got Will Smith I'm like hey, we got Denzel <laughs> he like oh we got this person oh, we got that person he like oh we got me I'm like my cousin L.O. bust your ass <laughs> that's how the, that's how the conversation went he like what He's like, yo, hello, your cousin? I'm like, yeah, that's my big cousin. He like, like he's like, yo, I love that guy game. I'm telling you, we could win championships together. I'm telling you, me and that guy, man, I'm telling you. I'm like, I'll get him on the phone right now. That I call hello and put them on the phone together. 
So you know, I always tell Phil and they owe me a couple of rings. Yeah, seriously. So, so, you, so you had a hand in getting him out to LA. I mean, they owe me a couple of rings, man. That's all I'm saying. Man. <laughs> you know, and and what I love about those LA teams, man, they did it with New York legends. You know, they had you know Lamar, you know, um, Artest, like like they 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 yeah. won their championships with with New York City legends. Yeah, with New York, that's what I'm saying. That's, uh, South side in the bridge, man. That's what happens, man. Queens. Yeah, something in the water, man. How much talent has come out of Queens, man, over the years? Oh no, yeah, we just you know we just. You just keep it going, you know what I mean? That's all. I'm just trying to follow tradition and keep it going. And the youngins under me, I try to teach them as much as well. And we're going to keep it going, keep tradition going. You know, it was definitely just so tragic to see what Lamar Odom, you know, had been going through, um, you know, in the past year or so. You know, how's he doing today, man? Have You, you know, I'm assuming you've stayed in touch with him. Yeah, I mean, I always tell him, man, I... I my creed, my creed is always winners never forget how to win. So that's always, I always tell him that, you know. And he finally, you know, he finally listened. So now, you know, he he getting to where he got to get to. You know, he, he you know he's staying steadfast, and he, you know, what I mean, he getting the understanding of it. And that's all. Winners never forget how to win. They only forget their losses. <laughs> it's great to hear, man, because it's like he's he's got. You know whether he knows it or not. You know he's just got so many people pulling for him just out of, you know, just the respect of of how he was as a player and who he is, and just wanted to see him do well. So I'm glad to hear that. Definitely, I definitely, I definitely extend your well wishes to him. I appreciate it. You know, because um, he he had dabbled in the music game, you know, for a while. And I remember talking to Superstar Jay about him, you know, with, with all the work Superstar Jay had been doing with, with Lamar at the time. Does he have any ambitions to get back in the game as far as, you know, putting a compilation together or, or just, you know, approaching it from a label standpoint? Is, is that something on his on his radar anymore? No, I mean, not at the moment. I think just, I think he's more... His... No, I mean, he more focused on what, you know, he needs to do to make sure, you know, he's, you know I mean, life-wise, just, you know what I mean, make sure he's sustainable life-wise. Focus you on know? that first, I yeah. Just, you know, yeah, then everything else will come. Makes sense. You, you know? know, and one something you mentioned on New King Part 2, you know, you mentioned how there's no more gray lines. You know, people are either with you or they're against you. And it shows how much value you place on loyalty. Did anything specifically prompt you to make that statement? No, it's just, you know, just no more gray lines. You know, it's just basically just, you know, I, I'm not the type of person that's going to run you down and tell you what you owe me. That's not me. You know what I mean? It's, you know what I mean? What, what, you know what I mean? What's understood doesn't have to be said, you know? So it's like, I put so many people in position in this game that where it's like, look, like, I'm like, they know me. They know that's not my, they know that's not my stature. They know that that's not me. I'm not going to ask them, but you look, nah, it's cool. So that's why I just say, but then don't, don't come, don't come running to me when you need some. So that's why I said, no more gray lines. You either with me or against me. And how much loyalty do you feel there is in the game, man? Because I know from my perspective, artists that, you know, oh, I need a, I need a hip hop game interview. I need this. I need that. You know, later on, you can't even get in touch with them. So I have my own thoughts yeah. on loyalty in the game. But I, you know, from your experience, what have you experienced in terms of loyalty? And, and it's no, it's, it's it's no loyalty in this game. I mean, there's no loyalty in the game. I mean, that's what I've learned. I've learned. I've learned that. I learned that young. That is no. You know what I mean? It's no no morals in the, you know what I mean there's no morals in this game like when I first came in the game right like you know my loyalty was to Trackmasters because that's who was giving me my first opportunity at the time you know what I mean and but then I had like Kadal hitting me Kadal like yeah, look man I give you I give you five million and I'll throw A plus out on the street if you come sign with me over here at Motown and I'm like nah these people gave me much these people Gave me this. They opened the door for me first. I ain't gonna just turn my back on them. Keep your money. Don't worry about it. And I had people like, nah, you gotta go over there. You know, and then I had, what's name at, 
at um what was that? What was that um penalty? He like, look, I give you two million if you come over here and I'll put Cardan on the street. You come sign with me and I'm like, nah. That make no sense. You know what I mean? I, first of all I'm not gonna put a I'm not gonna put another brother out of work. That's first of all. And second of all, I ain't gonna turn I, I won't turn my back on no on people for no amount of money. You can't buy me. That's the thing that that's the thing that hurts people because they know. I don't sell out for no amount of money. You can't buy me. That had to be Neil Levine, right? At penalty? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he was dealing with half a mil. Mm. So he told half a mil, like, look, to Ali Vegas, he come over here. We drop card in and I give him two million. But wow. My loyalty was the tracking message. You know? That's why Pope remained loyal to me, but like Tony, he was loyal to, you know what I mean? To um jay-z and r kelly and that's that's the crazy thing is you know seeing seeing the game you know you really do realize that almost everybody in the game has a price and what was so surprising to me is just how low some people's price really is oh yeah i mean that's how it would be some people just some people don't even care about the money they take pain like yo man look you leave your you leave your peoples. I put your video on BET. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna keep you publishing, but I put your video on BET, and they like cool. It's crazy. Like, Sorry, y'all. I gotta. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I don't. I don't do that. I don't sell out for nothing. This is the people I'm with. That's the people I'm sticking <clears throat> with. That's it. And we gonna ride this shit till the wheels fall off. Yeah, that. You know I mean. mean? It's rare to hear that nowadays, man. I'm not going to lie. So, I mean, it's refreshing to know that still exists in the game. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. And my word is my bone. But like I said, like, it don't matter. Like, like we doing this interview now, 20 million, 20 million later sold, whatever. You're going to still get the interview. You know what I mean? Like, it's still going to be that. That's how I am. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't going to be like, yo, nah, tell me I got to call him back. Right, right. We gonna get it done. You know what I mean? <laughs> no matter what, we gonna get it done. I appreciate. So that. you know, like I said, you know what I mean, I appreciate it too. You know what I mean? Because it, it take more than just it take more than just me rapping. Like I can make the record, but you know what I mean? Like it take you know, like like gentlemen like yourself to make it to really go and let the people understand like what they overlooking. You know? And I appreciate it. Definitely. No, that, that, that's why I do this. And, you know, I think I think something you realize, too, that is, is so crucial, that just how valuable relate, real, real relationships are in the game, not just having to connect, though, I got somebody that can post this to the blog. I got somebody that can, you know, blast this email out. But having those real connections so that when you do promo, it actually goes somewhere. Yeah. And it's because what I'm trying to like what we do over here is we building we building basically like a whole new industry. You know what I mean? Where it's like yeah, like you know, like like I always tell people, you know what I mean? Like GPN, like the Good People Network, you know, is where you meet good people that's going we gonna build this this new new industry to where it's like you're gonna have, you know what I mean, you're gonna have that and like, you know what? I I deal with this person. Like, okay, yo, you need to go over here and do this interview over here. Or you need to come cover this person because this person is going to be it. And that's what, that's what needs to happen. It doesn't be that no more. Everybody's so caught up in themselves. Right. And, and that's something mm-hmm. you also touch on with the mixtape. When you talk about the DJs, you talk about how... It really takes that consistent support. You know, you can't just play a record once, expect it to catch on, and that's that. Like, okay, I got my one spin, I'm done. That it takes multiple spins and it takes, you know, consistent yeah. support. Yeah, because people think like people think like like yo, like like if I give like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like even my, my even my brother Jay, like 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 Jay Superstar Jay. DJ Absolute, these are people like, you know, these are people that, that like that, like, through, like, you know, through me, like, it was like, yeah, like, we was, like, I took Absolute on his first tour, you know what I mean, like, his first tour, where it was like, it was between, picking between him and DJ Cutmaster C, and DJ Cutmaster C at the time, 
had the bigger following. But I'm like, no, because I've seen something. I've seen something absolute, like a vision. Like, you know what I mean? You put two young people on the stage and they rocking, it's going to be crazy. So I took them on tour. So it's like, and then like with Jay, like that's my brother. Like, I put him on private. He'll tell you all day, like, yo, Ali Vegas put me on my first private flight. Like, stuff like that. This is the stuff that, you know, like, like stuff that I do, like where, like even like a, even like somebody like a like a Rick Cadero, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he was a web designer. I put a camera in his hand. He, the first he was a web designer. Wow. He was in my living room. We were we was in my living room. He was talking about how we was he was gonna build my website. You know what I mean? Like, and I seen a video that he shot, and I'm like, what you doing? Like, let's shoot some videos. Like, you could do this. And what we would do is I would just have the ideas and we would shoot. You know what I mean? And it was like wow. So it was like. Like, like he had the camera. Like we bought him the camera. Like we bought him his, like his camera. Like the, the big camera. Like we bought him that. Like, and I'm like, yo, like, so it's like that's what I mean by like no great lines. Like, you either fuck with me or you don't. Like, these are people that, you know what I mean. Like, and I'm not that type of person where I'm like, like, bro, I bought you the camera. I did this for you. I did that for you. Like, what's up? Like, it should be, it should be already given the way I gave it. Like, yo, here, like. I didn't give it with the intentions of getting back. But it's like, all right, if you see your brother needing something that way, it's like, you know what? You know what, babe? Like, come on. Like, like I had, like, like, you can't, like, this is what gets me, like, to the point is where I'm in Club LAX and I got Spike Lee telling LO, like, yo, if you just take a call from the Knicks, I'm going to shoot a video for Ali. You know what I mean? And you got Denzel Washington saying, and I'm going to be in it. And John Singleton is telling him, he's telling him, no, if you don't take a call from the Knicks, I'll shoot it. So when I'm like, I'm like, wow, I got Rick to do like, they're like, okay, Rick, like, now you're the guy. Okay, shoot a video for the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm like, and that's what gets me like, where it's like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what gets me, that's what gets me like, you know what I mean? Like, I never like, come on, like, I was on, you know what I mean? Like, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on DJ Eclipse show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm on DJ Eclipse show. DJ Tony Touch show. And this is off the merit of, like, you know, like, like, like my guys over at DCM. This is off the merit of them. When I got, like, my brother, like, I got my brother, I got my brother Jay on Sirius. And I, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't got an interview from him. That's my brother. You know what I mean? Like, that's my brother. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I love that. Like, I love them guys. Like, those guys, like, I love them guys. Like, I'll put it on the line for them. You know? Like, when he needed one, when, you know, I'm like, yo, I had Diamond. We in the studio. So I'm like, yo, look, I'm going to bring Diamond to the show. He's like, all right, can you bring it? I'm like, yeah, I got you. That's nothing. Because she's going to do it for me. And I'm like, yo, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the difference between me and everybody else. So where it's like, and that's why you stay on the level that you stay on. You know what I mean? No, no, no balls, no glory, man. That's the reason why the Who Kids and the, the Who Kids and the DJ Clues got the way they got to because they made you understand that. Like, nah, I'm I'm playing this Fifty Cent. Oh no, no, I'm playing this Fabulous. No, I'm playing it. Okay, if you want to be on the top two or in the top five of my mixtape, you gonna have to do a song with these guys. You know what I'm saying? It's about using your power to empower others. Right. You know what I mean? Not to use your power to be self-absorbed and get what you got. That's why. That's why. That's why Brink should be my big brother till I die. You know what I mean? Because that's why I go through a wall for him. Because it's the same thing. It's like your head. It's about using your power to empower others. And that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So now that I'm the new king, and now, like I always say, now that I'm in power, you're going to see a whole new game. Because I'm going to use my power and my influence to empower others and influence others to do the right thing by others. Like, I know how this game go. I want to break the cycle. I know how it is. Like, nah, I got done dirty, so I'm going to do the next person dirty. No, break the cycle. You know what I mean? Like, I showed him. Like, yo, here, I'm that type of guy that if I got it at, if I if it took me 30 years to get it, I want the person under me to have it at 15. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, nah, they got to wait to 30 to get it like I had to wait. Right. No, that's huge, baby. You know, so, you know. <laughs> because cause I think sometimes, you know, with fans, you know, sometimes the industry, 
seems like a boogeyman. Like it, it doesn't really exist. It's there, but it's not real. Like blackballing is not real. You know, the politics and, and who you know is not real. But you know, there's 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 way more than a handful of artists that could attest to how real that is. You being one of them. You know, what are those industry politics like, and what's it like when you actually do get blackballed? I mean, for me, it didn't matter because I really didn't care. You know what I mean? So it was like, like you gotta care about something first. You know what I mean? So it's like, like what I mean by that is, I love reading books. So if my mother ever takes the TV or the game away from me, it's like, okay, I don't care. You know, it's it's like that. It's like you know, it's like it's like how the triangle offenses run. Like I always tell, explain the triangle to everybody. Like the triangle offenses run is really at its best when it breaks down. So when you defend the triangle well, then that's when you have like Ron Artest scoring all the points in the finals. You know right. what I mean? Because he's a, you know what I mean? But like when you run in the triangle, he looks like he looks suspect because his role in the triangle is just to get the ball shoot. So if he's not a knockdown shooter, he looked like wow. It looked like wow. Ron lost the step. But right. then when the Celtics found out like how to defend a triangle well. When you really defend it well and it breaks down, that's when that's when it's at its dangerous because that's when all the one-on-one players can play their one-on-one basketball, and that's when he started busting their ass because that's what makes it so ill. You know what I mean? So it's like that. Like when you you actually leading me to where I need to go. You know what I mean? Like you actually leading me to where I, where I need to go. So that's why it's like I didn't care about no blacklist. It's just an imaginary list. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's only the people can empower a king, and I'm good. I got the long, I got the long win. I'm ready. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm that type of person. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll be here when you tire out. Right. And that's what's happening now. You know what I mean? That's what's happening now. My that that generation that it's the changing of the guard. They tiring out, and now I'm gaining momentum. You know what I mean? And as I go, people see how genuinely like, wow. We really, if this guy is the leader, we gonna be oh, we gonna be a okay, you know what I mean? So it's like that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be like now. It's like okay, now it's I'm not like okay, I'm gonna just do this Holly Vegas interview. And no, now it's us now. Like you know what? Nah, I smell what the rock is cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we gonna rock. And you know, everything does come back full circle. What exactly happened to have you blackballed to begin with? I mean, it was just miscommunication. You know, it was just miscommunication, you know, where one person said this and one person. But it was just like, you know, it, it, it was all God's plan. It was It was just made for me not to be in that time. That's all it was. It was God's plan. It was just like how that's why they always call me Young Moses because it was just God's plan to be like, you know what? I need you to come out. I need you to be a presence in this era to where that way you get your credibility from this era. So now, look, you got your credibility. Everybody knows that they can't mess with you. Okay, you got this credibility. Now I'm going to put you on hold because I don't need you for this time right now. I just need you to get your credibility now, but I don't need you for this time right now. You know what I mean? I, I, we, we got philosophers and all that. We got the Nazis. We got those. We good. I don't need you for this era. I need you for when this shit turns bad. And that's what happened. And that's what you're seeing now. The shit turned bad. So now it's like, you know what? Now, here. Now we're going to insert you in the game. And let's go. And that's all. Definitely. So you, you don't you don't harbor any bad feelings or any, any ill will. Um, no pun intended nah. there. Towards um, anything that happened back in the day. No, 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 no. I don't. I mean, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't harbor. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I never, I never harbor feelings. It's just like you know, when it's when it's time, it's time. You know, like, like I don't harbor no feelings towards like the DJ Clues, the Nazis. Like it, it's like whenever I explain those situations, it's never out of you know. That's why you never hear no malice in my voice. It's just more about explaining. Like you here, like that's all. But it's never nah. Them guys, them guys are you know pillars in the game. You know, but it's just like it's like okay, like it's all right. Like if you want to stand in my way, then you gotta 
allow that. You got to really understand that, okay, after a while, it's going to be like, okay, now I'm going to take it from you. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's no more being nice. So now I'm going to take it from you. And that's what's happening now. You know what I mean? I'm taking it now. You know what I mean? I want it. I'm taking it. Were you ever able to have any conversations too with Kluwer and Nas about, you know, what happened and, and the miscommunication? and? Yeah, I mean, Clue Clu played my record. Clue played my record. So like that situation, like those situations, uh, you know what I mean? Like Clue played my record. So those situations, it wasn't really about, it wasn't about nothing. It's just sometimes when you react on impulse, that's, this is what happens. Right. You know, like this is what happens. People react on impulse. Me, I have a, a better understanding on how life works. So I'm more understanding. Like if you step on my foot, then I don't, I don't know what you just went through in your house. You probably had an argument with your baby mother or anything where you're not even you're not even seeing me right now. You're not even seeing my foot. You just walking and zoning out. So if I let you just go ahead, don't worry about it. It's just the foot. I'll be alright. And nine out of ten, if you let that person get the chance to calm down, then they see like, oh shit, you know, something my bad. I stepped on your foot, man. That's my fault. Right. And that's what happened. You know, who started playing my record? We was playing in celebrity games. He's playing in the stable center together, me and DJ Clip. You know what I mean? It was just like, yo, listen, I understand. I understand the rules. I have a higher understanding than most people. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that it's great, man. And I, I don't think that would be possible without your without your positive outlook on life and just the way that you that you see things. Um, you know, and, and as an artist, I'm always curious to, to to learn more about this, man. But but what is your writing process like, and, and how do you how do you go about formulating your rhymes and, and bringing them to life? I mean, it's just it's, I use the same formulas as singers did back in the day. Like it's just life, you know. Like it's just dealing with life. Like it's life courses. Like if I argue with my sister, I'm gonna write a song called "Arguing with My Sister." How could I fix it? Arguing with my sister. How could I fix it? Like that's just me. You know what I mean? Like, that's my writing process. Like, where's this life, real life feelings and real life actions and what I've seen and done and, you know what I mean? And it's just, you put it on that piece of paper or you go in that booth and you just talk to the music. You know, like a lot of people are not fortunate to have the gift that I have. The gift to be able to explain all my problems to a beat. You know what I mean? Some people like, some people gotta go pay a psychiatrist all I gotta do is put on an instrumental and tell an instrumental all my problems. I don't ever take that for granted. That's huge. Is there a time of day or a place that you find your best writing comes to you? About like two, two, three o'clock in the AM. Really? I think that's when yeah, I think that's when most artists are at their most creative points. You know what I mean? I think I think I think we was taught, you know what I mean, taught to sleep during those times. But that's why, you know, there's a, another country that's ahead of us because they up during those times. I think it's just where it's like a, a, a certain, I don't know, like it's a certain, it's a, it's a certain solar energy that's up at during those times. That's why anybody will tell you, I don't, I don't sleep that much because I'm up during those times because that's when I think, I'm, that's when I'm like most creative. Mm. You know what I mean? If you think about it, you're sleeping, you're dreaming. So that's that's creativity. You know what I mean? I'm up while my mind is still having that, that solar energy of like that you have while you're dreaming, but I'm just up. And that's when like my ideas are, are at me. Yeah, that that's awesome. Do you do you have to write too? Like do you limit your distractions and like take all distractions out, man, or can you focus anywhere? Yeah, I could focus anywhere. Everything because because everything becomes around me. You know what I mean? Whether I'm driving, chilling, everything becomes around me. So you know what I mean? Amongst chaos, like what looks chaotic to some people is right. Everything is in place to me. And what? How do you know, man? Like like how do you have to write something, man, so that it impresses you? Like when when does when do your lyrics and your rhymes impress you? When I when when it when 
when it even sneaks past me. You know what I mean? When it sneaks past me, and they're like, wow. I didn't even know that. Like, I didn't even know I was going to make the, you know, like, the double tundra. Like, I didn't even know that. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's crazy. And when it's like, when it's plain and simple, you know what I mean? Where it's like, wow. That's when I'm like, okay. There we go. There we go. That's you know, awesome. Like, that's when it's like, reminds me of the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Money in my pocket, now my sights are complete. Like, um, I'm just surprised to eat. Like, that's when it's like, wow, like, because I, I remember that time. Like, boxy hopping up, you know, and got on the seat. You know what I mean? Four chicken wings and some fries to eat. Like, that's it. Like, that's when they were, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the stuff that was like, wow. He, he got them. Yeah. No, definitely, man. And, you know, you've also been showcasing some of your cooking skills through your Instagram. You know, right now, what are some of your favorite dishes? Oh, man, I love cooking, man. I love cooking. I mean, like, just last night, I made, oh, man, like, just last night, like, I made, like, um, I made, like, the chicken cutlet with the, with the feta cheese, though. Like, man, I love feta cheese. And it's like, um, and then I made like this, like this fajita, like the chicken fajita. Um, I love, I just, I mean, I just love cooking. I love making mac and cheese, you know what I mean? Like lobster mac and cheese, you know, I, I love making empanadas. I just love cooking, man. It's art. I love, I love art. That's a, so, so do you, do you follow any chef, like any chefs as an inspiration man, or is a lot of what you do in there kind of your own combination of what you like and, and what, what's been what's worked in the past for you yeah like, like, yeah it's just what I like you know like it's just what I like 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 on um, my right hand man gutter like we used to live together you know and it was like he's a chef like certified you know school for that culinary arts like he's a chef and it was like but he would always make like recipe stuff you know and I would be the one that's creative like you know, like I like cooking with like fruit, like mangoes and stuff like that, like natural juices from the from the fruit. You know what I mean? Making the oil to cook the food in. You know what I mean? So when it come out, like when the chicken and stuff like that come out, it got like so much juices in it. And then I add like I'm a sweet and sour person. Like I love I love that's why I love chicken and waffles. I love hot sauce and syrup. You know what I mean? Like so everything I cook is like that. So where it's like I'll make like like I'll make raspberry peach chicken cutlet like but it would have like like jerk sauce on it you know what I mean so it's like you have the raspberry peach you'll taste that and then you'll taste like the jerk seasoning in it and it's like it becomes like wow like voila that's awesome yeah that, that's incredible man so any plans to take that further man as a you know or is, or is that something that just kind of is more of like a personal interest just a personal interest you know what I mean I mean right now you know, I, I, I won't, I won't rule out. You know, I me mean, some Chef Boy Ali products on on the food shelf. <laughs> I like that, man. It's got a good ring to it. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> it sounds good, man. We, we, I mean, Chef Boy RD is tired at this point too, man. Like, we need something new. Yeah, it's like I'm like, he don't got no competition. I mean, time for some Chef Boy Ali, man. <laughs> I like that, man. It's, I, I can see that label right now, man. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I ain't playing Chef Boy Ali. Man, I'll tell you what. You ever need an investor, man? Like, you know, I'm a teacher, so my, you know, my pockets are light. But you know, I'll, I'll, I'll kick in something. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for a couple nah, of labels. That's, you know, yeah, nah, that's a, that's how it starts. You know what I mean? It ain't, you know. Like I said, you build it, and they gonna come. <laughs> exactly, man. And you know, much respect, man, for everything that you. You know, just how consistent you've been and just always dropping quality music, man. And, you know, just really just doing your thing, man. You know, I really enjoyed chopping it up with you here, too, man. You know, thanks for thanks for coming on here. No, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Of course. And, and go out and download New King Part 2. That's out anywhere online, right? Find that. Um, yeah, that's a, yeah. I found yeah, mine. The New King Part 2, on that piss. Yep, Audio Mac. 
Audio Mac, yep, those, yep, that's where it's at. Just Let Me Rhyme is on iTunes, download that. Um, I got the, you know, the Biggie one, I always do a tribute to Biggie on his, on his, you know what I mean, on his birthday, so that's out, where I make tracks and I rhyme like big, <laughs> you know, um, I always, I mean, I usually put a Valentine's Day one out, so that's out, you know what I mean, that's out already, 214, that's out on, um, that's on that, all those, Audio Mac, that fifth, and they streaming, we streaming them now a lot, so. That's I ain't going to stop. I'm actually, I'm actually about to go shoot a video right now to the masterpiece. And a new a new Ali Vegas album too, man, is, is in the works from what I understand. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, definitely a new, a new Ali Vegas album is in the works, like, right now. Um, I got the Williams Brother album, with, a project with me and Reek, the villain. And I got um, the new Ali Vegas on Book Ali too, with Shaman Excel coming soon. And then, you know, me and Brinks is sending me putting tracks together. So we're going to make this like, you know, last, like, it's going to be crazy. That's crazy. going to be like, oh, man. Yeah, we here. It's gonna, that's it. We're putting out great music. That's it. You know what I mean? I'm just going to keep going. Keep going. You know, and like I said, as we keep going, we keep gaining momentum. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, gentlemen such as yourself, you know, like, that'll help spread the word. Up, you know what I mean? Letting the people know what they're overlooking. We're going to be all right. We're going to make this game what it needs to be. 